Hello everybody, this is Calista Kitty and I'm going to make this podcast tonight to kind of um, inform people that have been following me. Most of you know I've been on Clapper and TikTok and I'm going to sum up the last two years since March of 2020, almost more than two years, of how I started this and why I'm going to begin to take it in a new direction. And I have not decided if I'm going to change the name of the podcast yet or what I'm going to do, but I'm going to explain to you why. In March of 2020, my life was incredible. I was in Darlington, South Carolina, ready to go drive NASCAR. And I was with the man I thought I was going to spend my life with and get married to. I had two loving children that I thought I had a good relationship with. And I knew there were issues, but not as severe as I thought they'd become. I had a successful business earning over six figures. And um, as soon as I heard about the scandemic, the, um, yeah, the COVID scandemic, I'm not afraid to say it, I'll say it proudly. I made a joke to my, the guy I was with at the time, the person I felt my life with. I wonder what one wears during the apocalypse. And um, about a month later, I was moving everything out of where I thought I was going to be moving to. And we were going to buy land, all our plans, back to a house that had flooded and my son did not care. to a year of hell with him, with schools being closed down. I don't think people understand how, for me as a Christian, I I realized it was the end of something. For me personally, I was making plans. My son was going to graduate high school in 2020. I was going to actually give him the place that I owned. It was paid outright, nothing fancy, mobile home and some land. He was going to, he was going to school for auto collision. He loved cars. He was a good kid, worked at Subway as an assistant manager. My youngest son was in high school still, living with my ex-husband, but not far. We saw him every weekend when I wasn't um, down at where I thought I was going to be moving to. We had plans of buying land, building on there. I was going to actually have my own land because I'm very independent. So we were going to kind of have something with me and him. It was just, everything was kind of being figured out and then boom, over. Most people could not understand my thinking. I believed people would rise up with firearms, yes, Second Amendment and defend the Constitution in March of 2020, April 2020. They would never shut down the businesses. They would not shut down the churches. I thought people would stand and fight and die, blow and run the streets, but I was very wrong. I was very, very, very wrong. The person that I was going to be, hopefully spend the rest of my life with, worked for a place that strongly had different views, and I realized our views would not be the same. And that was the end of that relationship. It, it was, that was it. My younger son 
thought I was crazy as well due to liberal influences where he was living. My oldest son put up with it, but when the schools closed down, a lot of the kids went in a very bad direction. I wound up having to have him evicted from my home and have not talked to any, talked to him on my youngest son since 2021, March of 2021. So that whole year was the most awful year of my life. I joined the Second Amendment group that remains in the Second Amendment. I believed that people were going to plan survival. They were going to plan seriously what to do for the next, what was going to be coming, which I still believe will come. I believe these people were, and I was disillusioned in everything. Their churches, I'll be honest, militia groups, they're not militias, the churches on churches. Absolutely devastating. I learned that all the people that claim to be friends over the last two years, maybe they're really just acquaintances, but at this point, they're probably not anything to me anymore. Um, the business that I was in, I was working with people that were very like-minded. Once we, we didn't, they were North Carolina, we wound up shutting down most of the business to claim bankruptcy, revamping, but we lost all our contracts because we would not do any kind of vaccines with anything that had to do with the federal government. But, you know, it was just a lot of things going along with it. But we never really gave up. It was kind of downsized, and I kind of really just, for a while, didn't do much of anything. Since then, they have started to get the business back, what we were doing, and the nonprofit. But it really will never be the same for a lot of reasons. I think it affected everybody, their marriage. I mean, a lot of families were just split for people like myself that were very um, committed to what I believe in. The gentleman that I was working with, his wife wasn't quite as see things the way we did you know a lot there was a lot of fighting and a lot of businesses went under a lot of people lost their homes you know and a lot of people lost a lot of things and had to restart but I don't think most people that thought like me our lives will ever be the same because I truly believed in something that was a lie I did To this day, people tell me it'll never happen. Everything you believed in, you threw your life away for nothing. There will never be people. All, every all my conspiracy theories are wrong, even though I know they're right. Most of the people I realize are not Christians, meaning they don't really follow Christ. They um, have a form of godliness, but it's not. And I'm not a godly person. Trust me, I'm that one at all. But for some reason, I believe God has showed me things. I can't convince other people of that, but yet I have to follow what my heart believes, and that has put me in the most awful situation because completely isolated. I am very fortunate. My business, um, I do, I'm always good at finding something, and um, you know, I subcontract with different things, we, and I make enough to get by right now. But I don't see a future. And the future that I thought was once going to happen in this country, meaning that people, I really felt 
something was serious was going to happen quicker than it is. What I see is the scare tactics, new catastrophe, diesel shortage, this shortage. But bottom line is nobody cares. Nobody pays attention. Nobody cares at all. Nobody that believes anything will happen because they did, they would have acted on it and stood up for they believed in. Last summer, I took the more radical approach once again. I refused the smart meter from Dominion Energy, who is the devil. They are working with Satan point blankly. I can tell you I've seen this in my own eyes. The United Nations has plans for every utility company eventually, no matter what the judges say, no matter what the executive orders, if necessary, to comply with the smart meters and smart grids. They have just didn't realize that there would be judges that would rule in favor of the Constitution. And so America is a nemesis for their Agenda 2030 plans and the Great Reset. But mark my words, I heard this from Dominion Energy, I've heard it from the regulatory boards, I've heard it from attorneys that work with class action lawsuits. Eventually, the smaller utility companies that are holding out, a lot of people opt out through executive orders and things like that. That won't be an issue anymore. Now, the timetables, they were saying 2025, Everybody would have a smart meter. I don't know if that's the case. I have truly believed in my heart that the Lord was coming back. In the mid-2000s, I went down the rabbit hole with Alex Jones. I believed in all my heart that I had seen what we were going to witness after the COVID scandemic. Now, will the smart meters rise up? Will they, you know... Um, go to digital wallets, digital currency, wipe up your bank accounts, they don't conform. I don't know. I thought I did. I thought things would progress very quickly after March of 2020. Very honestly. And they haven't. To make things worse, I do not believe in a pre-trip rapture. I have lots of reasons for that. I'm gonna, that's why I need to change the focus of my podcast. See, all these things that I believe in, I can't compromise. And so what's happened is I have realized many, many truths that I believe there has to be other people out there that I've realized I don't know because I haven't come across them. What I've come across is a complete, utter, I I can't even describe what I see. And maybe other people don't, and that's what's really scary. A lot of things I'm going to be sharing as I move forward and what I want to do are going to be very, very personal because I have nothing to lose by sharing them anymore, quite honestly. Um, As I sit here, I turned my electric off this summer because I refused to get a smart meter. Dominion Energy is an extortionist. They sent the police to my home because my property is fenced in, trying to give me BS that you can't fence your property in South Carolina. I laughed my ass off and posted that to TikTok. Um, they have said, not just me, there were 2,100 people involved in this class action lawsuit that went nowhere, just in South Carolina alone. Um, I've seen them call the police on people, drag people out of their homes, social services on people. I have seen the documentation from attorneys of what is to come. if. The executive orders are signed and things go the way the United Nations wants them to. But there's always the wild cards of an EMP or a nuclear bomb. Who the hell knows, right? We just don't know. 
It changes daily. I don't believe there's a war in Ukraine. I, I believe everything we see is fake and staged. And spirit activity is picking up greatly. And people just don't see it. So I turned off my electric last summer because I would not pay $2,700 to move the electric pole outside my property, outside my fence, and have some ridiculous lie that they have to send someone manually to read my meter every month. A mile up the road in Midland Energy Cooperative, you can pay $25 to opt out of the smart meter and keep your old meter. So Dominion Energy is a freaking liar, and they're extorting people all over because they're one of several large conglomerates that are, you know what, on their knees to the United Nations, sucking them off, okay, point blankly. I don't do that. Um, they were shocked. I told them, shut the electric off. So, um, one thing after another happened, my house flood. You know, I just, one thing after another. I mean, I came home the other day, my front door went closed. Yeah. So I have no heat. My front door won't close. I don't know how to fix it. And I just have pretty much gotten to the point where I don't really even care anymore. I have an RV in my front yard. I have tried people. I can't even find people that want to work on it. I can't find people that even pay to work on it or I trust. I'm very weird about having people come to my home. This year just keeps progressing into more of a downward spiral. And I've had a lot of run-ins with the supernatural, meaning demonic spiritual warfare. And I just believe that there's nothing else to talk about when it comes to the government. The news stories that come out, no matter what they are, they focus on the same, there's nothing, there's no point. The people that are in the homesteading communities that I got to know, the survivalist communities, because I went, you know, got the battery boxes, the solar, things like that. They're very, they're, you know, they're just like everyone else, very secretive. You can pay to go to these workshops and learn different skills, but to buy land and actually go out and do it on your own, I mean, that's impossible. I, I'm not going to go sit in the middle of a field somewhere by myself. You know, I I don't have the skills for that. And I'm not interested. A lot of people, there are places that are more communal, but I'm not doing that either. I mean, at what point I have a business still and it's still making a small profit. I mean, it's, it's just an absolute nightmare of what to do. But even the survivalists and the homesteading community, they don't see... I don't, there's an urgency there either. You know, and then the wild card is, you know, I work with people, I teach survival and tactical fitness. I've been doing this for 25 years, pretty much, the whole lives. And like he said, if he's not within, you know, several miles of where the camp is, or his family, they might not make it back. So you could spend thousands, millions of dollars building compounds and survivals and caches and alternative aqueducts and all these things and it may never happen you've just spent all your money on something and then you die with you never live your life and that has caused a lot of conflict in people's families um, when everything you own is going to build underground bunkers and alternative electric sources and all this but the wild cards are you going to be there will this ever happen eventually people in the family get fed up 
and it's how much we're going to spend and not they, people want to enjoy themselves so you watch everyone falling apart in some way I don't know if I'm going to start a new podcast change this one over a little bit but a lot of what I've gone through I have to think there are other people but I don't see it and that is what blows my mind really when I talk about 1984 Winston Smith in the book by George Orwell he was the only one and Julia that actually did anything they were willing to stand up I I don't have a lot of respect for people because I truly believe people will fall on their knees again they will shut down their business again they will do all those things and what's worse is they still don't see the error of their ways by conforming Every time you got on an airplane to go on vacation and put a mask on your face or send your child to school with a mask, to me, you were a traitor to this nation. You were a traitor to the Constitution, to the Founding Fathers, and to God. The mark of the beast to me is not literal. It's figurative. I want to do Bible studies focusing on markers sealed. See, maybe it is really that 1984, only Winston and Julia and we know how that ends for them maybe that's the biblical truth that really everybody will deny Christ and run to their false churches and their false gods rather than stand for righteousness all these people that swore they were to take their kids out of public school not one of them did Everybody believes life is now going back to normal. Well, normal is not. I would have a store today. Roast beef and turkey that used to be $238 for a container, $7-8. People are living on credit cards. They are getting cars that are going to be repossessed. And it still has not affected most two-family houses. The ones that are being devastated are single parents and the working poor that can't get benefits but president biden wants everybody on the welfare system or as many people as possible i have many thoughts about this and as i have struggled through over the last two years i realized a lot of truths about my life and that has led me back to spiritual warfare and maybe you cannot understand what's happening today with if you don't understand and i don't think many do made a um, podcast and some videos on my clapper christian kitty essay about encounters with demonic lately i talked about i know i believe in all my heart that i saw a dog that was demonically possessed the first time in my entire life I made I talked about how the person that had him I knew had a very very dark military career but I actually 
did some research on him. Nothing illegal. You know, you can find a lot of public records. I didn't snoop anything that could be found. I did talk to an ex-business partner. And I was shocked by the few things that I found and what I could find. Meaning that there were things that should, that kind of just didn't make sense. I did some digging, I'm gonna be honest. Um, and I was shocked even by when we brought up, when I met him yesterday, we talked about on uh, Saturday, the scandemic and all the stuff that I hadn't seen him in a very, very long time, way before that, years. And he was driving with his dog on business, um, came up to Columbia to do an account for somebody, contacted me, see if I was, you know, I'm not doing any business with him, trust me. But one of the last conversations we had was about the dog. And even his old business party said, yeah, I remember when he got the dog, it was right when he left the everything, the business and everything that they were in. And it was issues why he left, which were very dark. I'll be honest, I was shocked. And it was, I didn't even get the full story. Just, and I don't even know if you can get a full story in some of this. But I understand dogs are not friendly to people. I understand, but I have worked with very abused animals, including pit bulls. I've never seen a dog glare. When you're in a parking lot with other people coming and going, and that dog is only staring at you. There was one time where he went into a store to get, you know, I forget what drink or something, you know, and I was waiting in the parking lot by my car about to leave. All the people around him, now the dog just stares at me. And it was a stare that I cannot even describe to people. Now in the Bible, dogs are used in a very negative sense. I didn't realize that. Dogs are used in not a positive way. And so I wanna get into more Bible study and more deep podcasts about these kind of things because I had no idea that dogs were talked about like that in the Bible. And I was reading papers that people wrote. There are people that do kind of see this. And one particular paper had to do with how women that are, you know, like myself, I guess, can be called a bitch. A bitch is a female dog. Bitch was always a very negative term that described women that were, at the time, when it first came out, very promiscuous, you know, the kind that stole the people's husbands, um, the Jezebel kind of spirit. So not necessarily even like single sleeping around, but the spirit of taking someone else's man, doing bad things, that was really the bitch spirit. And that goes back to, believe it or not, you know, not just recently, but a new phenomenon came out recently where people call themselves dog, D-A-W-G. And reading some of these papers, it connotes also negative, not a very good meaning. You're a dog. You, you sleep with all these women. You have an evil side to you. Kind of freaked me out reading this a little bit because I never really tied that in to what's in the Bible. So I hope you can see a little bit where I'm going with this, but more of also I'm gonna be talking about is also, believe it or not, mental illness. 
mental health as it relates to spiritual warfare. I have known several people that have committed suicide, and people might find that shocking. I'll be honest. Um, after 2020. I don't know people's hearts, so I cannot say what their heart was. I can tell you they professed to be Christians. They did go to church, which I don't believe in. I can speculate what was going on, but I've seen people go in very negative ways in the last two and a half years. Alcoholism is running wild, drug addiction. We have people being arrested with 20,000 fentanyl pills and then released from prison because we're going to a no bail system. That's what they want, no bail, federal act, no bail money act, 2021, 2022. Let people out of jail. Doesn't matter, there's enough fentanyl to kill a small city. They want all federal crimes, no bail. Now, yeah, you can say a prosecutor can argue for it, but hell, if you can get out of jail, you have the 20,000 fentanyl pills, I don't know what else. So people are going in a very dark way. Or they become just blinded to what's around them and going on with their life. People have become more evil than I've ever seen. Now, I have seen a trend in the last several years where in business, but not like after 2020. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, this is something I'm going to talk about when I go in this direction. People used to cancel appointments. People would show up for job interviews. People didn't have a spirit like they do now. I have never seen so many people, I mean, I've heard of ghosting, you know, in these dating apps, and I'll be honest, I got on a dating app, which was told nightmare, I'll never do that again. But I'm talking even in business kind of stuff. People just don't show up anymore. I mean, I, it was a time you gave two weeks notice for a job if you were going to quit. There were ways people treated each other that I have noticed depravity on a, high, on a level I've never seen before. And I'm not talking just sexual depravity, you know, not knowing what gender you are, you have 50 pronouns, you want to identify as a three-year-old girl, but you're a 40-year-old man. I'm talking about crime running wild. The police, you know, the judges not allowing police to do their job, but the violence of crime, children are going younger and younger and younger. The amount of children, I'm talking children under even 12 committing violent crimes has gone up 45 to 50% in one year. Almost 70% since 2020. Now, there have been different studies done, and you, they can skew numbers depending on what note you want to look at. But what I'm looking at are actual records of court cases. And most of these you will never see the light of day. They will not make the news. A few will, but most will not. The kinds of crimes out there. Theft is just out of control. 
but and these are mostly I'll be honest in liberal democratic cities but what's happening is at an unprecedented level that people have never seen before I do believe and I made podcasts and videos on this that we are in the days of Noah that there are demonic entities that have bred with women which have caused offspring to have these depravities. Knowledge has been increased at such a level as the book of Daniel said. Now everyone always talks about the abomination and desolation. I want to get into things like that because again, I'm tired of people regurgitating what a pastor tells them. That's when I know no one there's not a relationship with God and that's what really I think blows my mind. People used to be able to agree to disagree. They can't do that anymore. What's most disheartening to me, and I know this is all part of spiritual warfare, is people that said, I would always have you back. I said this before, always, always be with you, always. You disagree with one thing, and you're literally thrown off the island. I have seen this in every sphere recently of my life and just from the few people I've been able to find that have written about this as well it does seem to be occurring we also have this scene it just seems like when people realize you have the spirit of God in you they are turning away we saw it with our business we had what we call affiliate businesses that I'm a subcontractor, and then these people come in, and we recruit other fitness companies. It's a, you know, it's, it's complicated. I get into it one day, but people just stop dealing with us, or they when or they already gone out of business, don't want to restart. And one of the reasons is the government is making it almost impossible for a small business to get ahead with all the unconstitutional permits and licensing and city and state. But I think it really was they sent something. And that's when it hit me with that dog. Maybe I'm insane. Maybe I'll, I'm going to be talking about that. I, I know I am, in a way. Because I pray to God, and I'm like, I don't understand anymore, God. I don't understand what's happening. But one of the last things, when I was talking to this guy about his dog, because I don't understand. It's the first thing you say, I don't understand. You know, I, he growls at people. But after a couple of times of getting to know them, I've never seen him act like that. Except maybe once a couple, you know, a few times I've had him somewhere and there'll be people walking and he'll just growl at them for no reason. But, you know, they don't come over to him or anything. But what he even saw it in the eyes that he wouldn't take his eyes off of me. And this person is a devout atheist. I mean, I, he reaffirmed that with me when I was met him on Saturday and Sunday. I said, what happened? I told you that I feel that I know why your dog doesn't like me. And um, he got real, his, his demeanor changed. I wasn't going to share this, but I feel like I'm living in a movie. His demeanor changed. We were going to wrap up and leave anyway. 
Um, he was driving back to North Carolina, and um, he said, um, I guess he just doesn't like you. But the way he said it and how he left was, um, you know, he did say, think about what I told you, you know, if you're interested. Um, it's, you know, he went down the sales pitch again, blah, 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 because that's what I was talking to him about, some things I wanted to do, I'm starting a new business possibly, a nonprofit, and so, I mean, we, but I knew he was just regurgitating it. He didn't even give me the sheets or anything. It was, I can't even explain it. Got in his truck, um, that was it. Later that day, um, I had just a very, I was Googling all day, this was on Sunday, yesterday, all day about demonic warfare, animal possessions. I reached out to someone that used to practice demonology. I reached out to people that I know that have written on different things. I've met a lot of them online, they have ministries. And um, I even reached out, like I said, to this gentleman's old business partner, just like, hey, you know, I saw, I emailed him first, and he actually wound up calling me, and he he was very aloof in it, but um, he did say that the dog was a weird dog. There was a, you know, he called it, a, you know, it was almost like an evil, you know, but he talked up that dog had been abused, and, you know, you know how dark this person is based on what he did, and then you know, it kind of alluded to some of the things that already had found out. And I tried to push him a little bit more for information, but it wasn't going to be talked about. But that's part of the reason he said they did part ways. There were some things that happened that really he talked about that were very disturbing. And just based on the few things I could see, I kept thinking, was the dog like this before he got him? Or did he get the dog and then a demonic spirit entered him because of who he was? When did that demonic spirit get into the dog? Now, of course, I couldn't say this to this person I'm talking to, his ex-business partner, because he would, he, I mean, I don't think he understands what I was even talking about necessarily. I'm talking kind of in circles. But, you know, he did say that the dog, I said, you know, the dog looked evil, you know, something like that. And he was like, well, yeah, I could, I could see that, but you know how so-and-so is. Why, yes, why even on Saturday? Like I said, this is someone I have not seen in a long time. Barely know. Where, uh, granted, we start talking about the scandemic and you know what went on the last two and a half years of my life, or you know everything out there because he's ex-military and he does, um, you know, his whole truck is loaded out and you know he, tra he lives, you know, kind of off the grid. Also, I found out, but so we kind of really talked. Maybe he loosened up and let a few things slip. Maybe that's the dog. It entered the dog at some point after he got him. I don't know. But what I'm trying to say is, and this is, I can't stress this if you really believe your follower. Later in the day, I felt like I needed to follow up. And I just said, you know, look, I'm not going to go with your, um, your design stuff. Um, I really am not sure if I'm going to move forward with this or not, but I appreciate you reaching out to me and since you're in the area, I did want to talk to you about it. I appreciate your time and everything. And um, 
He's like, okay, yeah, that's cool and everything. And um, we just start talking a little bit more about business. And the dog came up again, you know, and um, I kind of brought it up a little bit just to say. And then I asked him a few questions about his life, what basically really what he told me. And he didn't give me too many facts again, but just pretty much what he had told me. And the dog travels with him everywhere he goes. The state, I mean, the dog is always with him. Now, the conversation ended, finally wrapped up, and I said, well, you know, uh, I really appreciate your time. Um, I'm glad we were able to talk and catch up, you know, share our experience in the last two years of this pandemic, what you've been doing, what I've been doing. And then the pivotal moment. He went off about Christianity. He called me out on my thought process about the dog. I never said it to him. About what a scam, I mean, a complete and became extremely mean. about things that I shared with him, very mean about things that happened in my life. I was really taken back, and I didn't share this on Clap or TikTok, because I didn't. I was very taken back by it. And I believe that the devil wanted me to get angry and fight with this person, and I didn't. I simply stated things that he had told me that I disagreed with and how he, you know, these things in his life. But it wasn't my business. I wasn't going to be mean. But it shocked me why this whole conversation was even happening. Meaning, there was no reason for this person to really contact me. I don't know if that really makes sense to you. Think about somebody, this is what spiritual warfare truly is. Just like I told you about when I was on the dating site, the absolute demonic encounters I've had, or am I, where my business is located, absolute demonic encounters of people coming in and demonic activity and people's personalities changing. Why, even if he was going to a business meeting 45 minutes away to do an account for somebody, come to contact me to what it didn't really make a lot of sense except that you know hey i saw you on facebook a lot you know um through i have you know companies that i guess put up uh, i'm not even sure exactly how he found out on facebook about my new venture which by the way is not even in fitness um that that really bothered me what really brought him to Columbia to it was just very odd the whole thing looking back on it now and this is why I don't know where this podcast is all going very very odd there was really no reason but once he contacted me I figured well you know I'd reach out to him and you'll see what um he could do rather than using Vistaprint or things like that and what my thoughts were because very 
I mean, very, very creative. But really, there was no purpose in us meeting. And how we met and the amount of time it was, and it was like he was trying to be really, really friendly. And at one point, I thought maybe he had interest in I really felt, looking back on it, maybe something more of a just business. I don't know. But bottom line is, it ended hostily because he it kept being pushed. Somehow he sensed what I was, what I felt, and went after my Christian beliefs. But he changed. And once he got going, last night on the phone, why when that conversation was happening, still to this day, I'm not sure, beyond what, it should never have happened. I have seen this repeatedly though. Out of the blue people contact me that I've not seen in a long time, that were not good people, that I put out my life for a reason that come back or people that just like I said open up a business and everything good that to me is spiritual warfare now the fact that most people don't understand and don't see this shows me that most people don't have the spirit of God in them but I want to do these new podcasts because I believe there are people that struggle with a lot of things whether it is a business going under, a divorce, your children leaving you, bad things happen. And for Christians, we are afraid to talk about that in a spiritual way. Do I believe it's real mental illness? I do. But I believe much of it is demonic and caused by things in our childhood. And that... I also believe God wanted me to see that dog and experience what I experienced. So yes, I do believe Satan and his demons can't do anything God doesn't allow. But I believe God is pretty wide open in allowing things right now. I will say thank God in the instances when people have come back into my life that are evil, they've been cut off. But often with other repercussions. So God increasingly puts you in a box by yourself. And that's where the devil gets in your head. And where most Christians, you know, and looking back on this whole weekend, I do believe that he had probably had intentions that were not business related. And that's why the thing drug on, all this stuff that went on. But he was an interesting person to talk to. Like-minded. And um, God must have allowed that for reasons. And that's why I'm sharing this with you. Reading about dogs in the Bible. I'm going to be doing my next podcast on that. And I'm not quite sure, as I said, what I'm going to do with the titles of things like this as I move into different topics. I might just leave it because 1984 is oppression. 76 is freedom. I don't know. 
but I do know that there are pe- that we are literally like living in a movie. All these people walking around are not what they see. The world is not what it seems. The government's not what it seems. Call it the Illuminati, call it all these different things. It does not matter. But even if people know that, it's not enough. I'll leave you this thought. We had 2,100 people on a list back in the summer that were involved with possibly doing a class action lawsuit against the energy in South Carolina alone that had signed as electricity had altercation. 21 that we knew about through Stop the Smart Meter South Carolina that I was involved with. Most of those people caved in. Or they wound up moving. Very few people stand up what they believe in. That's why 76. Yeah. I'm Christian Kitty. God bless you. Think about what I said.